What's up, fun fans? James Dillard here, and I got my new shipment of Dubby Jitterless Energy Drinks. Want to open it here with you. Went ahead and got me shaker this time. Learned that you need to get you one of these to make sure it mixes up really good. And this time, let's see what flavor did I get? Pushing Punch. Right there, your Jitterless Energy Drink at Dubby. So go to W.GG and enter promo code FUNFANS for 10% off or scan this QR code and go directly via our link and get your jitterless Dubby energy drink. I mean, if that's not a social media influencer, I don't know what is. Hello again and welcome to another episode <laughs> of the Fun Fans Podcast. I'm your host, James Diller. With me as always, my co-host, Bailey Jackson. How you doing, Bailey? I'm good. It's Sunday night at seven, so I'm right where I need to be right on the podcast. The Lord intends for you to be. We have a great show tonight. We are jumping on the Farmer Wants a Wife bandwagon. We're going to catch up on some Clemson basketball and other current sports, and we're going to preview our outing this Saturday. Is coming up with the hockey team. But first, the fun fans are a proud part of the Fanboys Fangirls Sports Podcasting Network. If you're a true sports fan, the Fanboys Fangirls is perfect for you. Find various nationwide podcasts and other sports media at thefanboys.com and all forms of social media. The Fun Fans Podcast is the official podcast for Clemson fans. You know, James, I love football, and this was the first weekend without football. Mm. But I also love Ruben's Food, Sports, Spirits, and Catering. <laughs> the best wings around with two locations in the upstate, 1083 Batesville Road in Greer and 11028 Anderson Road in Piedmont, South Carolina. Find them at rubensc.com. Rubens is simply a great place to eat for all sports fans. But we like to say Tiger fans. Tiger, and you never have to go a weekend without uh, without some Rubens. All right, so I mentioned we're getting on this Farmer Wants a Wife bandwagon. If you didn't know, Fox has a show. It's very successful in Australia for like 12 years from what I've heard. This is second season, similar to The Bachelor. Oh, but it's about like four or five farmers and they got their own little half dozen or so uh, females and they do the thing like The Bachelor. And they had an episode called Tailgates and Tantrum. Here's here. All right, so if you if you couldn't hear that, if you're on the audio only, they had the headings at the bottom, and the one girl said, "Go sports." That's my favorite part. I didn't. Well, you know. were you were. Uh, what we could hear was the Virginia uh, Wake Forest basketball game from yesterday. I was like, well, I've heard that before already. Yeah. It's part of our low budget here right. we have on the Fun yeah. Fans podcast. But anyway, the Fun Fans have a special guest. We decided we need to talk to a real live farmer and not only is this guy a successful farmer he's a clemson graduate so and obviously a clemson fan so we're excited to have him on the show let's welcome mr jeb wilson jeb how are you doing this evening yeah doing good thank you for letting me uh be on your podcast tonight <laughs> he gets on and calls me coach dillard so jeb's one yep. of my former geometry students it's funny how you get on this you know we see a clip on twitter and now you're on our podcast so <laughs> yeah it's awesome good. All right, so we're going to talk more about the farm uh, at the end, but tell us uh, just a little bit about like where Cotton Hills Farm is, what you guys grow and produce, and uh, how long you've been doing that. Sure. So um, I'm Jeb Wilson, and 
I'm in Chester County, so I'm in the uh, upper part of the county, right under the Chester York County line. I'm a fifth generation farmer, so we've been doing this since about 1880. Um, my sons, I have two boys who are about to be teenagers, uh, roughly, and I hope they both farm one day as well. I, I went to Chester High School, and, and, and James Diller, Coach Diller, did uh, teach me geometry, so that was good many years ago. So uh, I graduated there in 1999, went to Clemson, graduated there in 2003, and then I spent two years at the University of Texas, got a master's in journalism because I wanted to write for uh, for um, maybe agricultural publications because so many ag stories are so misconstrued because um, folks just don't have much understanding of farming. So that's kind okay. of random. Well, you're Chester Cyclone in the house. I got right. two, it's two on one. It's a two on one fast break. Um <laughs> So tell us about your time at Clemson. What did you enjoy about being there? And, uh, you know, obviously the next question is what made you decide to major, major in agriculture? But you just told us that it's a family tradition kind of. And uh, But what was that like as a student uh, in the ag department at Clemson University? Yeah, so I had a great time while I was at Clemson. Uh, Coach Bowden and I started the same year, actually. So he got hired the same year that I started at Clemson. And, you know, he really brought it to, to new heights of football because we'd suffered a lot after Danny Ford left and um, Coach West had, had struggled. So, you know, sometimes I don't think Bowden maybe gets the credit he deserves for getting the team back on at least a, a better footing, especially that first year with uh, with uh, Rich Rodriguez. The uh, offensive coordinator was a lot of fun. I remember beating Duke 60-something to, to – uh, 10 or something. I can't remember. I'm sure there are plenty of fans out there who know the exact score. But it was a lot of fun. And while I was at Clemson, we got my roommate now. Um, he loved communications. So we got this deal where we got to interview Coach Bowden each, each week during the season. He's always very gracious with his time. So that kind of gave me a little bit more of an inside look at Clemson football and just the kind of person he was. He, he was a strong Christian. And we had a lot of fun. But obviously, Coach Bowden has taken us to heights that I don't think anybody could have could anticipate it. So it's, it's been even more fun um, here with Dabo, Coach Dabo, uh, taking us to where he's taking us. So. Yeah, I like to say uh, Tommy Bowden opened the door and Dabo busted it down. Yeah, we, <laughs> That's a good way to we've say said it. on here before. He's He hired Dabo, right? Right. So, right. I mean, right. there you go. So uh, that's definitely a, a very good point. That's cool that you got the interview, uh, Coach Bowden. I mean, he's the legendary name and did a great job of very, very successful College yeah, football. He was always g g generous with his time. So it was crazy. Uh, a communications class got a deal where they started interviewing him, and no one else in the class wanted to do it except my college, my roommate, Peter Stone. And Peter's like, yeah, I'd love to keep doing it if you'll do it, Coach Bowden. And Bowden was like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. So I, I ran the video camera, and, and Peter always did the interview. But, you know, it was crazy to me that you get a get a chance to talk to a Division One coach every week, and you don't you don't jump on that. Right, so that was a lot of fun for us. Pete knew what he was doing. That's right. All right, did. so as far as the episode of tailgates and tantrums, I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch the entire episode. I uh, heard it was going to be on for the local news around here. It was filmed at Clemson. It's really really cool that Clemson gets those flyover shots and all and gets the exposure. Uh, but, you know, as a true farmer, Jeb, what were your, you know, what little bit you may or may not have watched, what's your initial thoughts of, of, of the episode there? Yeah. I'd seen some of the previews for, you know, watching football and Fox and I thought, wow, that, that seems like it's going to be crazy. So 
you know, I felt like I got homework from you again, Coach Dillard. So, so when you sent me that leak, I, I watched it, and my son, he's, he's 14, he, he played it for me. So we tried to suffer through it. It, it, it was kind of hard to watch, but um, I, I hear they have a season two of it. So I guess, I don't know, I think everyone's trying to cash in on farmers right now with the success of shows like Yellowstone. And um, I don't know, being farmer, being a farmer right now is a good time. There's a lot of interest in it and what we do. So that's, that's kind of fun. Yeah, it was, yeah, well, uh, I'm sorry. I had some coworkers texting, and they're like, "It's it's on right now," or something like that. And another one chimed in and said, "Oh, I'm watching." And then about 20 minutes later, the next one was, "This is dumb." <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool that Clemson, Clemson got you know no such thing as bad publicity, maybe. That, right. That's right. Yeah, for the Tigers, it was, it was good for Clemson <laughs> to use that opportunity to have a you know network show come out to the stadium with all with all their characters i guess and yeah so. well speaking of characters some people say they're not really farmers um and hopefully you know do you get to go back to clemson football games every now and then or and would you have the time to be on a reality tv show as a farmer yeah i try to get to at least uh, one or two games a year um so yeah for sure, you know, it's, it's a pretty high priority for me to get back to Clemson every year. It's, it's a lot of fun. It'd be tough to find that much time to be on a reality TV show, I think, as a, as a full-time farmer. But, you know, some of those guys seem like they're in some pretty rural parts of the country. So I guess they're jumping on this opportunity to get to spend, you know, a few months with with uh, with the young ladies and see if they can find a wife out of the deal. <laughs> well, did, did any of them come across as uh... – any of the ladies come across to you like they should be a farmer's wife or farmer's wife material? <laughs> Not so much. I tell you, being, being a farmer's wife could be a hard job because. Should we ask your wife? Yeah, yeah, I know she, she, yeah she, she, she would say it's, it could be a hard job. We, we work a lot of hours. Um, social events usually are not at the top of our agenda. So, you know, weddings and, and that kind of thing are hard 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 deal to get us to attend so if you want to be a farmer's wife you better be committed to uh realizing the farm usually comes first so um my wife she, she's 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 been a real uh, blessing to me but when we had our second child i was like this it was a busy time of year it was in june so she talked to the doctor and she was induced into labor on a on a Saturday, had the child on a Saturday so I could get back to work by Monday. So <laughs> that's the kind of thing you do when you're a farmer's wife. That's so. kind of like being a coach's wife. Yeah. It is, it is. That season dictates everything you do. It certainly yeah. does. Yeah, they they're they're a blessing for sure. And you already answered basically the next question about advice for any young ladies that may think they want to be the wife of a farmer, but are there anything besides you know, being ready to, for the farm to be first that you would tell? Sure. Well, there's some good perks. I mean, you know, it's, if you like living in the country, if you like having some time to yourself, um, if you like working hard and I'll be honest, there, there are a lot of women in agriculture now, a lot, a lot of women doing a lot of great things in our state in agriculture. So there, there is that strong stereotype that there are only men in agriculture, but women are really finding a place in it now with, with technology where it is, you don't have to necessarily be as physically strong. It definitely takes a lot of your, your uh, brain power to be able to operate a farm. So it's pretty neat to see a lot of women in agriculture now. So, um, mm-hmm. but so if you love farming, that's a good way to get into it. Uh, find you, find you a man and maybe you can be a partner on the farm. So. 
So what if you had, um, you know, we, we both work in schools. So if, what if we had a kid that said, hey, I really want to be a farmer or I want to get in agriculture, but had no experience, what would you tell them to do? Yeah, so the state of South Carolina is really working hard to promote agriculture. So um, they actually started a governor's school of agriculture in, at De La Howe, which is down in the lower part of the state. Um, I just drew a blank in what county it's in. Uh, I should know as well as I know my own name, but they're doing a really good job. Uh, a Clemson graduate, uh, TK, Tim, Tim Cowan, uh, Cowan is the uh, head of that school, and they're pulling in some good kids and just having a great time because they have a lot a lot of the classrooms are outside. So it's a lot of hands-on learning, which is always good, especially if you like agriculture. So they're finding a lot of kids to get into that. And there are just tons of careers in agriculture. There's a USDA. The USDA has a lot of good internship programs that if you get become an internship, they're paid programs. And they can also even guarantee you a job after you go through that internship program, potentially. So um, SC State, is also a land-grant college in our state. They have extension services just like Clemson does, and SC State's graduating some good kids that are that are going into the agricultural field. So sometimes we think it's just farming. you got to have your hands in the soil every day, but it's, it's just a lot bigger than that. There are a lot of jobs in agriculture. If you like, like chemicals, you might want to develop chemicals. You might want to develop crops. So just, just a lot of fun things you can do. And Delahoe, I remember now, is in McCormick County. So um, if you've never been there, it's really neat. And that could have been Clemson University because the uh, the doctor left that farm to the state back in the late 1700s. And the state of South Carolina has used it as a school all these years for uh, different kinds of education. But now it's the governor's school for agriculture. So we're excited about that. Yeah, that's cool. I actually think it was a um, <laughs> an alternative school prior to being an agricultural school. It was. Yep. I think it was an orphanage originally yep. Yep. when it started. Then it became an alternative school. And it kind of fell into disrepair, but they had a big brick building on the center of campus that will kind of remind you of Tillman Hall if you've never been there. And um, they're renovating all those buildings. So it's, it's pretty exciting. For yeah, kids. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was neat. We we had, we had at least one of our students go there, maybe there two. Was. But uh, that was like governor's school for agriculture. I never heard of that just a couple of years ago. So, uh, but yeah, that's a good, good thing for the kids and to get them ready to do that. But all right, speaking of farms specifically, we want to make sure folks know how they can uh, get to some Cotton Hills Farm products. We They're on Facebook, guys, so you can find Cotton Hills Farms and look for that logo. And they have a store in Chester. I've been to the store, and of all the things there, this was my favorite uh, produce. The I don't know how you grow the moon pies and cheer wine, uh, but that's, that's some good stuff. But no, it was full of fresh produce, the jarred candies and or jellies and the all the dry bean stuff i mean and it would look it kind of it's almost like stepping back in time when you walk in that market it's an old uh style farm market well guess what it is a farmer's market but is there anywhere else jeb folks can get stuff besides the store in chester sure yeah so we, we appreciate you visiting our store and we do try to carry some of the old products the uh Sugar always sells. So the moon pies and the uh, <laughs> the cheer wines are always a, a good seller. We also carry uh, blood and ginger ale, which is something hard that uh, for folks to find sometimes. But we have three locations in Chester County, so we try, try to have our footprint in Chester. But we also sell to Harris Teeter grocery stores. So if you're up in the uh, Rock Hill area, um, Charlotte, Harris Teeters, we hit those pretty good. And then Sin Brothers Produce out of Columbia distributes our produce through all the food line grocery stores 
in South Carolina. And it's certain products. They're squash, zucchini, okra. You can find those uh, during the summer months. So June, July, August, September, you might be able to find some of our Cotton Hills Farm branded items. So look cool. out for them. Appreciate folks supporting us. Cool. So what are the other two places in Chester County? So we have one in Richburg, which is right near I-77, kind of across from uh, GT Tire. And okay. then we have the farm stand here, actually at our farm, uh, which is still our most popular store. So we're kind of running US-321 in the town of Larry's. We're right on the Chester, York County line. So we get a lot of folks out of York County, uh, visit us here at this store. And then we are seasonal in, in Larry's and Richburg, but we keep our Chester market open year long. And it is... Um, it's next to the true value there in Chester. Very good. So Cotton Hills Farms, y'all check it out. Look for them. Mr. Jeb Wilson, expert farmer, Clemson grad extraordinaire. And we appreciate his time and input on Farmer Wants a Wife episode filmed at Clemson. Jeb, we appreciate you being on. Say hello to all the folks in Chester for me and go Tigers. Go Tigers. Thank you very much. Good, good seeing you. You too. Hey, thanks for being with us. I'm going to check you out next time I'm at uh, Sweet Caroline's having some barbecue down there. Oh, that'd be good. Just keep on rolling. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Good to see y'all. Y'all have a good night. Thank you. You too. All right. Yeah, it's not far from McConnell's. (laughs) Very, very cool. Very cool. Good (laughs) good job, James. Hey, well, you know, he's a great guy and he was a good kid back in the day. But that's pretty cool. You get a guy, a farmer on here to talk about that show. And ends up he's interviewed uh, Coach Bowden back when he was at Clemson. So that was that was an interesting yeah. twist Good stuff. on that. Yeah. But just to, just to expand a little bit, Bailey, with our expertise in the tailgating field mm-hmm. on the episode, did, did you watch any of it at all? I think you already know the answer to that question. All right. So if you see yeah. where basically they – there's apparently there's a clubhouse or something where the practice golf holes are out on the other side of the water beyond the, yeah. Uh, so that's where they were set up. So as far as a tailgate location, they were secluded from the tailgating environment. And, you know, there's, there's something to being close to the stadium. There's something to being in your lot and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to, that's kind of a tailgating fail for real tailgaters. Uh, as far as their location goes, in my opinion. Uh, well, they probably had a bunch of television production stuff and things oh, like they, that. They kind of had to do something like that. and but don't Well, they did because Clemson said, hey, we don't have any parking. <laughs> <laughs> At the truck. We don't have any parking places. You know, they probably drove them right past our tailgate. We just didn't know it. Yeah, or right down Tiger Walk. All the VIPs go right past, but it was hard to tell the spread of their food, but I didn't see smoke. I didn't see a grill. You're talking about farmers, man. I I figured you, there would be barbecue or hamburgers flipping and, but it, it looked, it looked kind of bougie just from Did what I could finger tell. sandwiches. Something, yeah. You know, fresh stuff veggies. Like, that's what it looked like, but you know, then that's, that's all right. But uh, anyway, so as far as the tailgating goes, they, they had to, they should have stepped up. They should have reached out to the fun fans next time they want to do something like that. But either way, it was. I think it's cool to see Clemson, the Tiger. They showed some clips of the. It was a homecoming game. They were at the Wake Forest homecoming game, so uh, that was pretty cool. You know, they had to have to walk all the way from way out there where they tailgated. I guess they had to have some more Dubby. They probably needed some Dubby. We don't want to play that commercial again, but go to W.GG and enter 
promo code FUNFANS for you 10% off of your jitterless energy drink. Okay, on to catching up with some Clemson Athletics. This is a busy, it's a busy time of year. I'm going to let Bailey yep. talk about basketball first. Basketball, lost by one, heartbreaker, NC State yesterday. Oh. State was playing like a team that had to win. Uh, we we didn't have a ton of turnovers, but State, um, State's been really good on defense this year, and, and they had that one guy, Horn, who got hot, and um, he was tough, man. You, you get a guy like that that's hitting everything he throws up. But, we you know, Clemson was up big in the second half and kind of ran out of juice and – it happens, but they're seventeen and eight, seven and seven in the conference. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, it's a blessing in disguise, and I'm gonna tell you why. All right, because you don't want to finish fourth or fifth. All right, for the right. tournament, because if you finish fourth or fifth, you do get. If you finish fourth, you get a double buy. That's the only beauty of that. Mm-hmm. For the four or five game ends up playing the number one seed. If everybody wins out. Right. But the six, the seven seed, they're down there with teams that aren't North Carolina. And I know Clemson just beat North Carolina at, at Chapel Hill, but uh, night in, night out, North Carolina is the best team in the league, I think, yeah. personally. And, and and if you can dodge them to the championship, why not? Clemson's right. good enough to win it all. I mean, yeah. um, it's just if the shots are going in. And they play at Georgia Tech Wednesday, which is proven to be a tough place for people to play. Uh, and then Florida State at Clemson again on the CW next Saturday at 745. C-Dub. Yeah, so it's six games left. I said we had to win six out of our last however many. And, and they've, they've already won, won three? Three, I think. Two, At least two, if not North three. North Carolina. Miami. Miami, Syracuse. And see, speaking of, we hadn't talked. You know, last week was Super Bowl. We took Wednesday off. That Miami game, you know, the, it was a heartbreaking loss last night. 100% agree with you that they were playing like a team that, that you know, they were just that, like they had more juice is kind of disappointing. That it seems like they had more juice than us at the end. But, you know, that's the way it is sometimes. And, and uh, that kid was, I mean, he, he was covered and st- – Six foot behind the arc, took a step to the left, threw up a three, boom. I mean, it was it was kind of crazy. But against Miami, it was the other way around. Right. We went on a run. I can't remember, but I mean, we like a 12 2 run the last couple. I mean, we ended up. I think that it away. the final run was 20 something to four. It was it was wild. So yeah, it was, that's what they're capable of. And I mean, hey, look, let's while we talk about basketball. Let's fire the Gamecock coach now. And Miami's good too. <laughs> yeah, the, they've lost two games in a row. You can't get rid of the quarters yet. Oh, they got embarrassed at. I mean, they got beat by forty at Auburn. They just bad. got beat yesterday at home by LSU. Hey, but are the Carolina fans calling for his head? No, Mm-mm. because they're still a very good basketball team. It happens, people. Yeah. It happens. Yep, and it's right. and I'm gonna say, and we've said this too. You can tell the ACC is better than the past couple of years. We kind of the ACC is back, is what I would say. It's tough. the t- The top half of the ACC could go and compete with anybody, anybody anywhere. They yeah. they give too much credit to the Big Twelve and the Big Ten. And oh, hey, let's fire Purdue's coach. They were the number one overall seed. Um, 
they they put out these preliminary overall seeds yesterday, and Purdue was the overall number one. They got beat by Ohio State, who fired their coach last week, middle of the week. All right, well, that's a great segue because I was wanting to ask. So, literally, tell me this is new. Are they? I don't know if they're just trying to be like football, but the, the committee that's going to pick the the field to go into the NCAA tournament released their top sixteen, right? So, and is there? And they're going by the matrix. Did you look at their sixteen? Yeah, sort of. I mean, it, it's it's just a hey, here here's something yeah. we ought to talk about. And, and Clemson, okay, Clemson was a projected five seed, so they were like one spot from being on that list. that was on the everywhere on television. They're not even ranked in the top twenty-five, right? Because right. of their all their ratings and rankings, and and you know, it's just I think sometimes we need to look at how good a team is or how how good a they don't use conference. The conference schedule doesn't matter. It does. It really doesn't matter. And the ACC, what, they, it gets a bad rap, but, man, there's some good ACC teams. There was a, a specialist saying the same thing you said, that, you know, some people disagree with it. They think the conference ranking should matter more, but really they almost don't matter at all. It's literally they're just – they look at overall across the season, wins and losses, and not and who you've beat and who you've lost to. So just like what you've said on here. So – with Clemson, with wins over Alabama, North Carolina, South Carolina, you know Miami, you know a lot of, lot of big, big wins. So, I think well, we'll be all right. I, the toughest game left is at Wake, the last game of the year. Wake's good. Wake's really good, I think. And they lost the. I mean, Virginia's playing really, really good defense. And that was a great game yesterday. We heard part of it on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and speaking of being at Wake, what's the deal? And tell me if I'm – I hadn't kept up with it, but aren't we doing better on the road? I, Man, I don't think weird. Little John has the same energy that it's had for years. I mean, you see Brownell trying to get the crowd pumped up. You see uh, Gerard trying to get the crowd pumped up. Why do you need to have help to get pumped up? And I'll tell you what else aggravates me is that if you haven't been to Little John in several years, they have this new, the purple seats, I call them, behind the student section that are for all the big-time boosters, and they're always empty. Because they have a big they have a big um, uh, concourse like a balcony, and food place yeah, up there. Yeah, and that's yeah. But look, let's go, people. Let's Little go. John used to be tough. Well, just from a player standpoint, when you don't have to try, being at home is supposed to be an advantage. And yeah, but we play better on the road, I think. We, we play better on the road. Put Which boys. I've had teams like that, too. So Yeah, sometimes it just happens. Put them boys on a bus and bring them yeah. to over here to the well in Greenville. Yeah, just ride them around campus for a little bit. Say, <laughs> so we here. All right. Speaking of riding around campus, gymnastics is still hot. I don't know what their record is, but I'm telling you what. I do. You What is it? They're three and two. They lost to NC State yesterday. Well, I knew that part. Every every loss is by a point or something, which I know they're all close. Six seven five or something crazy. But when you watch a clip of one of those girls doing almost anything they do, but especially the any of them, it's it's just unreal. They're and I know the other teams have those, and I, I can see why people are getting into gymnastics because that's something else. All right, baseball season opener swept. Xavier with an X this weekend. That's right. So, so they're off to a good start. They'll start uh, 
and the season's going. So they got midweek games. Thirty three runs up. in three games, and our man, our guy Nick Clayton, got the win yesterday. Big time. Three innings of middle relief, two hits, two runs, five Ks. All right. Do you know where our softball team has been this weekend? Uh, Mexico, right? Puerto Vallarta. The game, the Auburn game was canceled, I think. Yeah, there was one game canceled, and they lost the final game against, I think, Ole Miss. But they won two or three. But listen, you got to, if you're following our boy Mac Dog on TikTok or Instagram, I mean, I wonder sometimes if he's actually in college. Uh, he helps the softball team, but uh, that's the that's definitely the most fun way to keep up with a softball team is uh, following him on social media. They actually you, play in Charlotte on Wednesday. Softball, yeah, they're, they play against Ole Miss. It's wide open now, just rocking and rolling for softball and baseball. Yep. And I know you want to hear, and we'll talk about the game Saturday. The hockey team lost today to Tennessee. I think it was four to one in some championship. I don't know. It's like Division Two or Club something, something, because it's not, you know, full-fledged Division One like the other Clemson Athletics. But apparently they're doing pretty good. They made it to the championship game of some postseason tournament. But uh, And then they play the Gamecocks this Saturday. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Okay. But you know what? You mentioned no football. Right. There's football right around the corner. I'm just going to throw this out there. I, I'm I'm kind of excited about the UFL. They merged the XFL and the USFL to make the United Football League spring football. There's only like 12 teams, maybe not even 12. But Yeah, I don't know all the details, but both of those leagues were going to pretty much go under. So they said, why are we doing this? Let's, let's have our one league. Let's get together. And they have – they have TV deals and talk about college sports and stuff. You know, that's that TV revenue money is where it's at. And they have TV deals with ESPN and Fox. And I've seen every day you see stuff on social media where they're signing and, and you see a name that, you know, was a. Uh, that you know. Yeah, a late draft pick or, you know, a star in college, but just didn't make it in, in the NFL or, or whatever. And that's probably going to be some pretty good football. So I'm. I'm looking forward to that, but I'm, let's just get back to this this game on Saturday, y'all. Y'all still coming? I hope, right? The fun fans are gonna be in the house. I hope so. It says we are. Look at there, tickets on sale. I think hopefully we're just gonna buy them at the door so we can go down and bang on the glass. Clemson hockey versus the South Carolina Gamecocks in the Bon Secours Arena, 1 p.m. Then we'll head to Rubens afterwards. It's gonna be awesome. You can buy tickets online, but I don't know. We may or may not do that. We're just gonna show up. We'll sign autographs and stuff. Just look for us. We'll probably well, look just like we do now. You know they're 0-2 this year against South Carolina. Yeah, well, it'll be fun. Hockey's fun. Live they're hockey's. Four, they're 14-10-1. They've been playing since September. Yeah. <laughs> it's a year-round sport. Yeah. Bless their hearts. Yep. And then, so the following weekend is when Clemson plays South Carolina baseball. And that's a big – I mean, that's gotten to be – a well, it's been a big deal in the state of South Carolina. Clemson – Carolina baseball, both schools have had really good programs for you know long, long, long time. So those teams playing, but the neutral site this year is in Columbia. Yep. Segra Park. Thumbs down. We'll get my man, one. we'll get our guy Nick on here to talk about that series a little bit. 
when we need to. Uh, but they'll be playing at Clemson. The Sunday game is at Clemson. That's March 3rd. So hockey this coming weekend. Uh, baseball against the Gamecocks the following weekend. And then the other special occasion I have this, this in the very, very near future now, Tuesday, March 5th. Bailey, what's special about Tuesday, March 5th? Yep. It's the end of the road. Yeah, senior like night. Men said. Yeah, senior night. All right, and that's where uh, daughter of fun fan Katie Jackson will be recognized cheer for her four years of cheerleading. So that's right. We're gonna be in the house for that one too. She ran a five k today with some of the cheer team. I saw that. What are they thinking? I don't know. Tell them to run, get some moon pies. I'm gonna run if there's a huge animal chasing me. Or a tornado chasing me. <laughs> but there's a lot going on. This is a busy time of season. Bailey's busy, athletic director, his big school. Even my school is kind of busy this time of year. So, But we appreciate you joining us. Clemson's definitely busy as far as athletics. Hope you enjoyed the show. Shout out to all the farmers and all the future farmers. You know, they've, they're the ones that put the food on our tables. Uh, enjoy this busy time of season. If you're a college sports fan, this is this is some good stuff. And we will see you at the Bon Secours Arena this Saturday at 1 p.m. We appreciate you joining us each and every Sunday and Wednesday. Don't forget to click subscribe on the Fun Fans Podcast YouTube channel as well as your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social media. And please share on behalf of the Fun Fans Podcast, J Thriller Entertainment, the Fanboys Fangirls Podcast Network, and Bailey Jackson. Happy President's Day, everybody. (laughs) That's right. Go Tigers. Go Tigers.